Welcome to Fit Facts Online. Hear me now and thank me later. The tagline speaks for itself, where facts will motivate, educate by simply cutting the bull one slice at a time. Let's get to it. Welcome to Fit Facts Online. We are back with a great episode. Uh, it's been a while. I have to apologize. I know with all these uh, little issues we have with COVID, reality was kicking in with uh, our uh, lockdowns and everything. Now we finally made it. We're sitting in the office together, keeping our distance. We have a great uh, plexiglass wall between us uh, just to uh, give you the best sound we can for you, the listener. I'm here with a special guest, also a friend and a client of mine, Dr. Bill Cloak. He holds a PhD in uh, uh, psychology, and I'm so glad I have you here as my guest. Welcome, Doc. Thanks for coming. Good to be here. Thanks, Harry. Actually, thanks for coming. I'm in your office, <laughs> so it's great. Thanks for having me. I have to uh, really uh, lead uh, the audience a little bit into what we're going to be talking about today. This is something that's worldwide, an issue with no matter where you are, but really severely here in Los Angeles, which is the you know uh, the hub of people being fit looking, being uh, uh, eating healthy and doing everything right just to look great, look great when you look yourself in the mirror. But at the same time, I know I'm guilty myself. I'm sometimes, you know, some of those people who look so healthy are so freaking unhappy and just miserable. Today, we want to create that bridge to understand more. Where does this all come from? How can we work on this? How can psychology help you to harmonize your body, mind, body? body mind without a healthy mind your body is gonna is not gonna be able to sustain and it goes the other way as well without without a healthy body your mind is gonna go down i always thought that if you get up in the morning and you look yourself in the mirror and you don't like what you see do you agree this is a big problem especially here in los angeles so many unhappy people great bodies well we see it a lot yeah there are many people who have um issues that are working inside of them that they don't really understand. And what I call them is these are standalone systems that work in the background that we're really not aware of. And what happens is that people find themselves being self-critical. They find that they have this really great ideal that they're always trying to live up to. They feel like they're not good enough, they're inadequate, they need to be perfect, people won't like them, they try to people please, they have high levels of anxiety, they get depressed, they procrastinate, they feel compulsive, they can't control themselves, they feel bad, and all of this comes from a core process that most people are not aware of. So there's, it's really an odd kind of system that really developed through industrialization where we lost our community and we lost our tribal nature and raised by small units of two people oftentimes one person and not being able to feel that we're getting enough of what we need and therefore it creates problems internally which then create these other issues so okay. it's a complicated system yeah uh, so uh let me get to uh, that first point. Those type of people, what we are going to be talking about today is in three categories, basically. The first one would be people who exercise because of vanity, people who exercise because of health. 
you know, mm-hmm. awareness of health, maybe health issues, and people who exercise because of uh, something that's happening in their life. Let's say a divorce, you're breaking up in a relationship, and uh, I'm guilty with all three of them. You know, I'm talking from experience that I exercised really hard after I uh, got divorced, for example. Those three categories have to be addressed very differently though when mm-hmm. it comes to the the mind itself, right? The right. setup of your thinking. You know, we're built in such a way that we're always looking outward to be able to develop an ability to actually look inward, to create a balance between what we're doing physically and what we're doing for our physical health and then what we're doing for our mental health, our internal process. So people get fancy cars, lots of money, they look perfect, they get all the the outward uh, things, you know, that they feel will make them happy. But we realize that there are no external cures for what goes on inside. You actually have to develop a way of looking at what's going on there to create a true balance. So most people are not balanced. They have great bodies, they look great, they have great cars, houses, but internally they're suffering and they don't know how to look at it or process it. So what I try to do is help them to process the internal life so they're doing the exercise internally and the exercise externally to create a balance between those two processes, but internal separate. So internal things can become external, but we have to develop a way of looking internally to work those things through. We have a lot of self-criticism, a lot of projecting of things, anger towards things, anger towards other people, lots of complicated stuff that we have to kind of understand and work through to create that kind of balance. When we uh, talk about that, uh, that uh, the fact that thoughts, feeling, beliefs, and attitudes can positively, you know, or negatively affect the way your body functions, you would start from the inside. It's so important is your, yeah. your mental health. Well, people live in a, a lot of internal toxicity. Right. And they don't realize that Which that toxicity creates a lot of issues. Yeah. So if I'm toxic inside, and I don't feel good about myself, then how am I going to get to feel good about myself? Either I have to drink, I have to do drugs, I have to get other people to like me, I have to try to look perfect so people will like me, okay? Because I don't have the ability to like me. And until you have the ability to feel that you're okay, that you're all right, then you're relieving the toxicity and all the symptoms go away. We're getting close to the first category, which is vanity, though. I mean, I'm, I'm take myself right now. Many times I worked out really hard because I did not like what I was seeing in the mirror. And that was my motivation to go and kick some butt. I didn't do it for my health. If it would have, at that uh-huh. time I did that, I didn't, couldn't care less. And I think there's millions of people out there that just think the same way. I could care less about my health as long as I look good. Uh, to others or if I look at myself in the mirror Mm -hmm. and that's dangerous I think that's let's talk about LA that's a big problem I've never seen so many healthy looking bodies with really unhappy just messed up minds well but the effort to create the perfect body is an effort to have some effect on how people feel inside so it's not like you're doing it for some bad reason 
you're doing it for a good reason, which is you don't feel good inside. You're going to look perfect outside. Other people are going to think you're great. And that's a way to feel better about yourself inside, except it doesn't work. Okay, you don't end up feeling better about yourself inside. You feel good about the people that are telling you that you feel better and telling you that you look good and they're attracted to you physically. But it doesn't mean that inside you're okay. It's a constant kind of thing like a hamster in a wheel. You, it's constantly you need more and more. You got to be more perfect, better, people like you more. And then, then all of that stuff is coming in to try to create a better environment internally. Okay, so there's nothing wrong with trying to do that. That's not where the problem is. So when I tell people, people pleasing, trying to look perfect, getting in great shape, that's great. That's not where the problem is. Right. The problem is you don't feel good about yourself and you feel bad inside and that's what you're doing to feel better. But if you go in and you feel better, <clears throat> then everything will, you know, still be there. You'll still want to look good. You'll still want to work out. You'll still want to do that, which is a lot of people think that it's sort of magical. Like if I do all that, you know, if I have this self-critical environment, then that'll make me do better. And that's magical thinking because it right. doesn't really work that way. In fact, if you feel good about yourself, you may work harder even. You know, you might have more of an interest in doing things physically. You know, the interesting thing is, uh, I need to let my listeners know, is the reason you and I are talking about this is that my job in exercise physiology is to get you from A to B pain-free, injury-free, and get the best result. And the mindset is so important that half of it, I think, controls if you succeed or not. Uh, Mind-body, body-mind goes together. Without a healthy body, I think your mind is hard to follow. And the same thing uh -huh. is without a healthy mind, your body also suffers. So I think the mind and body connection is more important than a lot of people think yeah. about it worldwide, worldwide. Yeah. I think, well, depression certainly doesn't make people want to work out. And you know that here I've been working out with you for 10 years. Right. Right. Well, I haven't been working out with you for 10 years because I'm kicking my butt. Right. I work out with you because it's good for me, because it makes me strong, because my back is good, because I feel physically better. That puts and you that the, makes me feel good. That I puts think that's, you into that that's category half of the, the story. You know? The third category of are you doing this because of your health? Yeah. Do you honestly, you know, uh, Doc, uh, also, is there a little bit of, there has to be a little bit of vanity behind it, because doesn't it feel great to look good? It does. Yeah. So isn't that a part of everybody's goal to still want to? look great exactly yeah. why wouldn't we why wouldn't we i love looking in the mirror and saying yeah i look good this is yeah. the way i feel i should look this is the way i like to look it gives me pleasure i'm not trying to take that away i'm saying that's important it's important to feel good about your health it's important to um, practice self-care but self-care is not only external it's also internal and if you Got work it. on the yeah. internal self-care You're also going to be able to work on external self-care and then you have a balanced system. So if you're imbalanced inside and you're completely balanced outside, you're still not, you're still not well. You're not feeling good. Correct. And so the important thing is well-being. Is how do I create well-being? Okay, part of well-being is being physically healthy. You're eating right, you're exercising, 
you're taking care of yourself, you're getting enough sleep, you're not getting drunk, you're not taking a lot of drugs, you're taking care of yourself. You care about who you are and what you're doing, okay? And that's what we need to do. What about the self-care? What about the person sitting at home, which is millions worldwide, and uh, no matter how hard you try, uh, you just don't have it. I don't want to get off the couch. I'd rather just watch movies. Right. When they tell me I just don't have it, what do they really mean? What they mean is that they that they're depressed. That when you're depressed, you have no energy. You feel heavy. Mm -hmm. You don't want to move. I still wanted to uh, mention that uh, I did it myself, that a lot of people have issues with uh, meditation, like when you just mentioned before, just calm your mind and try to get in tune with your body. It's easier said than done because right. I went to yoga sessions before. <laughs> I've been sitting there for half an hour and instead of getting in tune with my body, I was just listening to motorcycles going outside. I was trying to pick up everything else but myself. Right. You know, and I think I'm not the only one with this issue. Well, if we think about what spirituality really is, okay, the essence of all spiritual work, whether it's meditation, I'm not talking spiritual, religious spiritual, right. I'm talking spiritual in like Zen spiritual type of spiritual. But it's based on the concept of harmony and acceptance. Two of the most important processes that go on inside because we need to find harmony. That's what I've been talking about really uh, this whole time, is harmony, not only physically, but internally, emotionally, and intellectually in, in what happens in our minds. But harmony is so important, acceptance is so important, compassion, understanding, respect, empathy, all important processes. I call it the cure. Yeah. When I say cure, I mean If you use the anagram cure, mm -hmm. it's compassion, understanding, respect, and empathy. That's what cure means. Okay, if you think of those words, C for cure, U for understanding, R for respect, and E for empathy, then you know that's what I've got to be doing internally. If I'm not using one of those systems, I'm off track. Is that part of a meditation that, uh, that should be... Uh really be uh, something you're focusing on is exactly that when you meditation meditate? is part of it physical mm -hmm. exercise is part of it eating right is part of it getting enough sleep is part of it having close relationships that feed us emotionally is part of it having interests things that we 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 really like to do but a lot of this stuff that goes on inside we don't know where it's coming from. We don't understand what it's about. And that's where I come in as a psychotherapist because I'm trying to show people things they can't really see very well because people will shift from what's going on inside to all these things that are going on outside and not really know why it's happening the way it is. And my job is always to say, here's where it came from, not to ever disparage your parents, okay? But you got to know that where it came from and then how it developed and how it developed maybe later on. It's like if you've been in a train wreck, you have to factor in you've been in a train wreck because it's going to affect you. So anything, anytime along the way can affect you. And especially someone that helps you to see things that you can't see very well. It's like we all have blind spots inside because there are systems that are going on that we're not connected to. So what I try to do is connect them up to that system 
and then show them how it works and then show them what they need to reverse the negative process to create neutrality, harmony, okay, acceptance, respect, understanding, empathy, and compassion. Well, that's deep, Doc. <laughs> well, I'm a deep guy. Very deep. Be. <laughs> it's my job. Well, here's my take on that. Let's get it to the bullet points. Uh, mind, body, body, mind. Uh, I, I don't care how you switch it around. It goes together. Yeah. Because people say, ah, it's okay. Uh, I don't need to have a healthy mind, but I'm, I'm going to be doing the best I can to be healthy and have an awesome looking body. I still think you're hiding some issues, you know, and it goes the other way as well. So it's all mind body because a bad image of yourself looking yourself, it doesn't look good. It's, it can't be good for your mind. I know that a lot of people say, yeah, I don't care, but they're lying for the most part because you do care. We right. all do care. And the same thing is, uh, you see, you're looking great, and, uh, and, but going home after the gym and just sitting there by yourself and being all depressed and having to take uh, medication in order for you not to uh, basically lose your marbles, that's not good either. Have you ever noticed that when you're really feeling bad and you look in the mirror, that you look horrible? And when you're feeling really good, you look in the mirror and say, hey, I'm looking pretty good. So you see how the internal mood yeah. or how you yeah. feel internally will affect what you see and how you see it. So it's more powerful than people like to think it is. And that's that's the real that's kind exactly of it. secret a, of it all. A lot of people know. know it but don't want to admit. I mean, it is what well, it is. They sort of kind of know, but they're not thinking about it. It's like what we call an unthought known. You know, it's like you know something's up in there, but you're really not thinking about it. You're yeah, trying to yeah. distract yourself from it, but you kind of know. But I'm, I'm guilty myself because there were many times, many, many times where I get up in the morning and look myself in the mirror and say, oh my God, I look like a pig. And I just, it gave me the drive to go out for a run, for example. So that, that's yeah, I know. people react differently to the visual aspect of looking at yourself, you know. I just uh -huh. think if somebody looks in the mirror and said, you know, you don't look too good. And if I look at you and said, you know, you look 25 pounds overweight, you're not looking that healthy. Mm -hmm. But the person says, hey, you know what? I feel great. That's all that matters. Are you lying to yourself or what, what are you seeing when you look in the mirror and you know you're not healthy looking, but you say, I feel great and I, I'm, I'm fine. The question would be, if you get up in the morning and you look in the mirror and you don't feel bad about yourself, would you still go out for a run? That's very good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Now, my feeling is I get up, I look at myself like, okay, you look all right. And then I go out for a run because you know why? It feels good. Exercise feels good. We just pump all those endorphins. We got all that morphine pumping into our brain. It feels good. It's a great high. Why wouldn't I want to do that? I feel good. So I feel good. I want to do things that make me feel good. Okay, Doc, let's go to some of the points I wanted to make and see if I can uh, fish some of your thoughts or your opinion of some of the things as a psychologist that uh, I thought it's going to be funny if I ask you. Uh, all the people in the world, the percentage-wise, uh, how many people of those exercising every day are doing it because of more or less vanity, don't really care it's about uh, health or not? Well, we say vanity, but everybody can have vanity. It's not a bad thing. Right. 
you know, it's like they say, pride before the fall, but that, you know, that's not the same thing. But if I exercise, you're simply wanting to look good. If I exercise to look good and I don't care what I eat or I don't care what I take, let's talk about something that's performance enhancing, something I, you know it's not good for you. Oh, yeah. All this stuff. You see, that's where it gets into pathology. Right. <clears throat> so well, if you have a client sitting in front of you like that, you know it's just like, Joey, wow, look at you. And you know he's doing stuff that's not really healthy, but he's doing it because I just want to look good. What well, you, you have these people <clears throat> taking steroids and, and all these things they're doing so they can really be buffed out. But that's all an overcompensation. Okay, like if you have an idealized sense of yourself inside, you're many times overcompensating for what you feel inside, which is less than. Okay, so the guy who has these giant muscles and he's so big, oftentimes that comes from a feeling of less than. So yeah, it's a, I understand you know, your point a, of view as a, a psychology. It's a overcompensation. Yeah. yeah, but uh, so then let's also talk about uh, uh, stuff you're taking that's not good for you. But also having mental issue is not healthy for you either, because it affects your body as well. Some of the toxicity in your mind can create illnesses. Isn't that uh, what we now started to uh, understand? Well, as a society, I think scientists believe that almost all illness is stress-related that's caused from stress. Okay. If we're feeling bad inside, we're stressing out. Okay. If we are attacking yourself, you're stressing out. You're stressing your own system. And when we're in harmony, we're not. We're relaxed. We're calm. And our body will function better as opposed to pushing ourselves beyond our limits, hurting ourselves, feeling bad inside, creating a lot of stress internally, which lowers our immune system, which makes us more susceptible to viruses and cancers and illnesses of all kinds. We may be stressing our heart, we may be stressing our whole system. You know, anorexia, anorexia nervosa, okay, which is an intense internal problem where the person feels that no matter how skinny they are, they're not skinny enough. Well. How bad does someone have to feel about themselves to feel that they have to starve themselves to death? I mean, that's a pretty profound process. Yes. And a lot of people have all sorts of elements of that. But that's why a lot of people work out really hard so that for them to like what to see when they look in the mirror. Right. Now, if I look in the mirror and I say, gee, I look good, okay? But if I also don't feel good, it's going to affect well, how yeah, that's um, I feel like for two minutes I can look in the mirror and say, "Oh yeah, I'm pretty buffed right. out." But what I'm pretty cool, and then I gotta be, then I gotta go live. But wh where I'm going is that looking good automatically makes you feel good when you look in the mirror. How can it not? That's that old thing from Saturday Night Live. <laughs> well, but it's <laughs> you've got to look I don't good even know to what feel good. You know? I don't even know what you're talking about, but that's what I believe in. Uh huh. I I know that. Uh, this could be my own little issue. There's no way I'm, I'm by myself on this one. If I look myself in the mirror and I look great and I just uh, worked out really hard for five, six months in a row and I can see the results, mentally, how can that not make a difference? Of course it does. Of course. Why wouldn't it? Why wouldn't it? That's not, I have no yeah. disagreement at all. I think it's great to look good. I think it's great to look good and it does create good feelings. That's, right. that's really not it. But then what happens after that, if you feel like shit, pardon my expression, Yeah. Uh, 
it's not going to really last for any period of time. How about feeling good all day? Yeah, and that's and the feeling trick. good inside and, and also uh, feeling good outside. I mean, that's, if you're feeling just good outside, then it's going to have a little bit of an effect or it's going to last for a while, and then you're going to go back to feeling how you are. It's like this guy, John Kabat-Zinn, wrote this book called Everywhere You, Everywhere you Go, There You Are. And so we can't get away from ourselves, really. I mean, we can, we can distract ourselves in some way. Exercise, alcohol, drugs, workaholics, you know, all kinds of ways to distract ourselves, but we're going to come back to that home base. Two o'clock in the morning, we're back into it. You wake up at two o'clock in the morning, you are who you are, okay? And you can't get away from that. Like, no matter how, you, how hard you try, you're going to come back to that same place. I still, I still believe that, uh, uh, for example, that if there were no women around, more than half of the men would not exercise. I mean, what does it tell you? <laughs> or, or other men, or, depending on your yeah, sexual yeah, orientation. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know what I'm saying, right? Because so, gay men take really good care of themselves. So there's always, there's always those, those issues. Or if you live all by yourself and you don't have anybody around you that, uh, for example, when it comes to psychology, then it's proven that, for example, let's take uh, California, anything at the beach cities. You go to Los Angeles, you know, uh, Santa Monica, Hermosa Beach, Manhattan Beach, Redondo. Uh -huh. I've never seen so many good-looking, beautiful people. Yeah. The minute you go inland for about 40, 50 miles, it's a different ball game. Yeah. You don't have the type of pressure to go around. It's like, wow, look at him, look at her. They look great. I got to do something. That has a huge effect on your mental, uh, you know, uh, on your mental health and how you feel uh -huh. about exercising at the first place, I think. It's the, the pressure. Don't you think pressure is a well, big part of it? We have a lot of pressure out here right. on the West Coast yeah. to feel good. But most of the rest of the country doesn't feel that pressure. And it shows. And it shows. There's yeah. a lot of overweight. It sounds harsh, but it does show. So what are we saying? <laughs> we have a real obesity problem in this country, especially in the Midwest. And anytime you get away from the big cities on either coast, you see uh, people who are eating a lot of fast food and a lot of high caloric meals. And I think eating a lot of food is one other way to feel good. Because people use food as a way just to feel better you. inside. So, as a psychologist, do you think those people are do those people? You think, from uh, your point of view, is know for the most part that it's very unhealthy where they're going, but they just don't well, have an outlet. It's what we call comfort food. Comfort food. People eat to make themselves feel better. It feels good to eat chocolate. It feels good to eat uh, high caloric foods. They're very satisfying. You know, it's like I say, everything that's good for you doesn't taste good, and everything's bad for you tastes great. So, you know, people do that a lot to feel better. I and, just don't know. But it doesn't mean the problem inside is any different. I just don't know how to fix this from my point of view is in exercise physiology. How do I address those people and just saying, you know what, I need you to exercise, and it will get you out of this funk? Well, sometimes it takes getting out of the funk to be able to exercise. To get out of that funk to want to exercise because you have yeah. to want to well, you have to take that yeah. first step well you see the two types one is like hyper exercising because they feel bad and the other is not getting off the couch because they feel bad so there's you can go either way into highly compulsive behavior or depression 
Okay, so there's lots of different ways people respond to internal dis-ease. Like we could say, dis-ease is like disease, okay? It's like an internal disease, dis-ease. So we want to feel at ease internally. And then our own natural uh, desire to be active, which is one of the way we defined human beings as activity seeking. That's a definition of what it means to be human. When you are in a very comfortable relationship, there's always exceptions to the rule. When you are in a comfortable relationship, for the most part, you're not as driven to kick butt and work out like a crazy person than when you're single. Uh -huh. I take it from myself. Every time I was in a relationship, I was just maintaining myself. Every time uh -huh. I was single, I was kicking butt because uh, my mindset was different. I wanted to look good to attract the opposite sex to, uh -huh. to obviously. When I was in a comfortable relationship, it's like, is that, uh, am I the only one who's guilty with that? Is that, well, you know what? I got a really cute one next to me, so I can't just let it go a little bit. Right. Is that a fact? It's I think a it's fact. a fact for people who have that part of them that doesn't feel good because yeah then so obviously I, I don't obviously yeah. then it's my issue but issue. you can't tell me that that there's not millions of people out there have the same issue i see it all the time the minute yeah. they break up women they break up oh. with the relationship mm -hmm. they're gonna go out and lose weight and run and do all this why 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 because they want to attract someone there you go okay so why not be, be real and honest well but they believe that the relationship is what's going to make them happy that's a different okay. issue. So they're not happy. Right. Okay. Now, I've been married for 30 years. I work out all the time. You know why I work out all the time? I like it. It feels good. Those are the two, I feel healthy. Remember the different I groups. I enjoy that. That's Those to me three different groups. the healthy position. You right. work out because it's part of self-care. Okay. I'm actively involved in creating well-being. And in order to do that, I have to look at the psychological, the physical, the spiritual, okay? And make that work in terms of what we call our chakra, where we're in harmony with ourselves. All of the parts are being addressed. Our heart, our brain, our body, our health, our spiritual sense, our connection to other people. All of those things are part of a harmonic system. Now, we can say, well, that's an ideal but an ideal just means that's where we're going. That's the direction we're heading. Right. We're not going to reach some level of perfection. I'm certainly not going to. But I know where I'm going. I know what I'm attempting to do. And I keep improving. My goal is to create a consistent state of well-being. That that's I'm not what makes at odds you successful. What? That's what makes you successful. Well, I have to set the tone, don't I? Yeah, you do. I can't work with people and say, well, I haven't done it, but I'd like you because to. Because they can't do it on your own, but that kind of puts me in the same position. What I do for a living is they need my help because they can't do it on their own. I said, unless you kick my butt, Harry, I can't do it. Many people try to save money, said, I'm going to try to do it once a week with you and the other time by myself. It's not working. Well, that's why I work out with you, Harry, is yeah. because <laughs> you know what you're doing. You're an expert. And you can. And I take did me. not pay you for that, right? I did not pay you for to say that. No, right? no, no. There you go. No, Just you're to a make pro. Sure. You're you're an expert. You're the. <laughs> I'm kidding. The the guru. I appreciate of the that, body. Doc. You know, you know the body. You know the physiology. I'm going to go to somebody who really knows what they're doing. Yeah. 
and I'm going to say, okay, help me, because I know I can't do it on my own. And that's another part of it, is allowing ourselves to right. get help. Dr. William Cloak, a psychologist, a world-famous psychologist in Los Angeles, Brentwood, your office is in Brentwood. You have a book out, right? What's the name of your book? Oh, the book is for couples. It's called oh. Happy Together. Well, that's it then. We yeah. not but it's fit also, facts, we don't talk about couples. This but, is all a waste of time. Right. <laughs> no, but I'm kidding. For couples, it's, you know, how well you are internally has a lot to do with how well your relationship right. is. Yeah. So when I find relationship issues, I find people who have issues with themselves that come into the relationship. So I try to work individually and together. So basically you're saying is all my dysfunctional relationships is because of me? Yeah. Yeah, sorry. that's good. Yeah, sorry to, I accept sorry that. I can live with that. News. But you know what? At least I'm honest. I'm <laughs> At least, totally yeah, like so sitting here. It's like, yeah, what are you going to do? Well, that's <laughs> yeah. half the battle. That's half the battle. Now, Doc, the last part of this, the ending part of this, I wanted to do something It's going to call Harry's Mind. And I wanted to speak freely of what I really think about what you and I just talked about, about psychology, the mind-body, body-mind connection. And you can interfere anytime because I'm going to let loose because it's, I'm very passionate about this, the fact that I've been doing this for over 20 years and I've seen it so many patterns that are just the same over and over with clients or future clients. It needs to be addressed. Somebody needs to talk about it. I'm, I'm going to do it right now. It's going to call it Harry's Mind. My first issue I have, I'm right here in Los Angeles, California, the very nice part of uh, the West Coast, uh, you know, Southern California, uh, uh, Santa Monica, Manhattan Beach, all those beach. Everybody's just running around and you can see for yourself and uh, just super fit. And uh, you talk to them, and for the most part, my own opinion, they're like messed up beyond. And that's why I think, you know, I don't really care how great you look. You're one messed up dude or a lady or whatever. That's a big issue. And most people in the Los Angeles area who are really into fitness and health and just train six, seven days a week know that deep down there's something going on mentally. They just try to brush aside, and that's why I do all this. That's my take uh -huh. on it. That's why so many people are running around looking great and, feel, and feeling miserable mentally. Uh -huh. It's not too far-fetched, is it? Well, there you have it. Yeah, there you have it. Number two is that uh, the way you stay in shape mentally uh, has a lot to do also where you live geographically. Because if I live exa exactly here in California or somewhere inland in a really crappy area in a hot apartment, there's no way I'm going to feel good about myself getting up in the morning, walking outside, or I wake up in Santa Monica and Palisades Park, looking out of my condo and look at the palm trees. Mm -hmm. That affects you mentally. Yeah. Well, you know, people will spend enormous amounts of time on how they look and making money and having a nice home, having a pretty girlfriend, whatever. But how much time do we spend actually trying to work out internal conflicts and bad feeling internally? You're just talking about Usually me right now. very little, <laughs> almost nothing. Yeah, that's I mean, me. People spend zero time on what's going on inside that's and all me. of their time you know, on something else. There you go. Well, if people want to get a little bit more clear about what I'm talking about, they can go to my website, Bill Cloak, C-L-O-K-E, 
www.thinkingmindsetmedia.com. And there's a ton of free material. There's articles on all kinds of stuff. I have, you know, radio, television, blah, 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 blah. But, you know, it's all free. And that's something that people can do, like right now, to start a process of, let me, let me get to know myself better. Uh, let me see what's going on in there. Because psychotherapy really is about getting to know yourself better. Okay, so the important important thing is that uh, my listeners need to understand that just getting in shape and looking great, there's something missing. You you need to add what you just said. Find out, find the way to uh, understand yourself. Find someone you can interact with. A therapist, uh, a minister, uh, a great friend, uh, a, a spiritual leader. Someone you can process things out with. Someone you can talk about your deepest, darkest internal secrets. Because, you know, the word shame means to hide. Needless to say, um, there are these things that are internal and we don't talk about them. And it's very healthy to be able to bring it out with somebody. Okay, and this is what Benet Brown talks about in all of her talks about shame is it's important to recognize that it's there and to be able to talk to someone about it. Obviously, somebody like me, I'm safe, it's private. I'm never going to judge, I'm never going to criticize, I'm always just going to look and let you know what's going on and how it's working. See, I did, again, we're talking about Harry's mind, I do that. I judge people, I criticize them when I work with them. That's my job. I had a lot of people walk up to me saying, uh, oh, yeah, I'm working for this, I'm working for this, I'm going to the gym four times a week, I've been doing this for three, four months, and I say, I don't see it. Whatever you're doing is, uh, you're doing it wrong because I don't see the result. And, uh, you know, I can tell them, I don't care if you train six days a week, you're never going to look like that picture you see on the magazine, and that's what you want. That's messed up. Somebody needs to tell them, somebody needs to be out there to not hold yeah. back and tell well, people the truth. Truth isn't judgment. It's truth. You yeah. tell the truth. I don't ever feel that you've judged me or no, criticized me. But I ever. lost a lot of future but clients you tell by me a being... Lot of, tell me a lot of truth. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's what uh, that's my job. But I lost a lot of future clients because of that. Well, and that's fine with like me. Yeah. You know, uh, it's just that this is who I am. I can't function by being uh, standing in front of you uh, telling you something that's not true. I just can't do it with a straight face. It's well, just, you know... That's what I appreciate about you. Uh, yeah. And uh, also, Harry's mind again, uh, the fact that uh, so many listeners out there know that we are in the same position here. Don't go and Google it and see. if he, I'm going to fact check him. It's my opinion. And uh, from 20 years of doing this, what I've seen is that so many people get hurt because they have something going on mentally. They're going to turn it into uh, wanting to exercise like a crazy person. Uh-huh. And they haven't done very little before or nothing. And then they go out and run for like many miles or lift all this heavy weight because they're angry. They're hurt. They're bitter. And that's a big cause of injury because right. your body didn't follow. Right. Your, body's think, your body's thinking, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah. But that's the communication between mind right. and body. That, that's a perfect example of disharmony. There you go. Okay. That's, that's how it works. Yeah. And that's how, that's how you get hurt. That's how your life doesn't function well. Right. And that's, you're doing something to overcome. Disharmony. There you go. That's what we're looking for. So right. it's uh, all those uh, people out there just, they know who they are. You know that uh, there's thousands of people right now that know I'm talking about them. 
The reason I can say it is because I am guilty myself. I've done it many times. I hurt myself many times because I was messed up mentally to a point where I ran 10 miles. I knew my body wasn't ready right. for it. I knew my body wasn't ready to lift 250 pounds. I knew my body wasn't ready to punch the bag for about 45 minutes nonstop right. until my knuckles got bloody. This is all dumb, stupid, but it's all related to my mental state. And right. Harry's mind is that I never met too many people who were like me in Los Angeles alone. I fit right in. I feel bad saying it, but hey, you know what? Something needs to talk about it. Stop it. I think it's important that they implement not just uh, meditation because they need help. A lot of people I know myself want to meditate and can't because it's that's hard it still and that's mm -hmm. when they talk to somebody like you so remember a long time ago again talking about harry's mind right you and i talked about it that there's a huge bridge between the success of exercise getting people off the couch and psychology and we always wanted to do something together remember that i still believe that it is so important to find help mentally with your psychology with your mind not only mm -hmm. just with your physical body and that's how I want to close this podcast that a lot of people don't understand that or just totally ignore. What do you think about yeah, that? People live their whole lives that way. Yeah. And they never know a minute's peace. Exactly. In their whole lives. And, you know, you ask yourself, why would someone live their whole life never having a moment of peace, always being in some kind of internal turmoil? Why when there's a way not to and most people don't believe there is another way there is a way to deal with this there is a way to, to heal wounds and to develop internal health which that, would be somebody like yourself to uh there are ways to do to this. somebody and, like that and yeah. we know that there are ways so don't feel that this process or psychology or psychotherapy doesn't work i couldn't have done this for 38 years if i didn't see it work Okay, you can't go to work every day and fail every single day and keep doing it. You know, you have to be able to see, and I do see, and this is the hard part for people to understand is I see the successes. I see people leading better lives and fulfilling themselves. And I'm not really trying to sell it exactly, yeah, yeah, but to take away a lot of the mythology. Like, it doesn't work, it's not going to help me. It can't. Well, thanks for doing this, Doc, uh, taking your time and talking to me about this. I wanted to do this for a long time. It's very important to me to get my point across. It's not easy that uh, the, the, the mind-body, a lot of people misunderstand. They think it's just trying to meditate, and a lot of people my, like myself meditate and still don't get where they need to go because the meditation is not working because it's easy to say, I understand, but do you really understand or are you just saying it? You know uh -huh. the same thing and uh, um, that's why i wanted to talk to you about it to shed some light on it obviously you made me uh you confirmed it that i definitely need some help but that's a different story <laughs> thanks doc i know we are running out of time and uh to be continued and uh let's be uh positive and just look great for the rest of our lives look great and feel great well there you go now you had to make it heavy again <laughs> <laughs> thanks doc all right thanks harry Thank you for listening to this episode. Email us at myfitfacts at gmail.com and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at myfitfacts. 
we'll leave the lights on for you.